he loves that. And I love it too. Like I do love Europe, but I had always reminded him like your life in Europe is very different than my life in Europe. You get to like socialize, you have buddies at the rink and in the locker room. And like, you have that every day. Whereas like some days I go like days without talking to like another adult because it's like, my kids are young still. I have um, my own business. So like I talk to people like, but it's never like face to face, like the kind of social interaction that like I need. So I'm like, your, your life is very different than my life. Like granted, I still like our lives in Europe. It takes me a lot longer to adjust because like I go from like being here and like having support and having people. And then like going to that where it's like, boom, there's no one there for me. You know, like there's girls on the team for sure, but like, it's different. Like, especially when you're the only one with like kids or, you know, like you're the older couple now it's like people go out last minute and you're like oh I can't go like we have kids and we don't have babysitters so it's like all these things it's like it's different for me than it is for him you're listening to breaking the ice podcast a podcast that I created in 2020 to connect women within the hockey world my name's Devin Dodaro my husband's Charlie Dodaro and we've played literally all over the world We have two kids, two dogs, and let's just say hockey has taken my world by storm. What I've learned is that this community and these experiences are very specific, and you should not have to go through this alone. Through this podcast, I share the tools, resources, do's, don'ts, and what's helped me along the way while continuing to learn from each and every one of you. So lace them up and tune in for episodes twice a month, and make sure to follow the page on Instagram at Breaking the Ice Pod. Welcome back to Breaking the Ice. I am happy to put out a new episode today. It has been way too long and I'm sure you guys are super pumped too because it's kind of in the middle of the hockey season right now and it'll give you something to listen to to break up break up your week a little bit. Woo, where do we begin? I will definitely be doing a solo episode soon because I want to update you guys on everything going on. But this is a really good base to hear what's kind of been going on hockey wise, where we're at. I think I get asked weekly from people if we're playing, if we're not playing. And honestly, I don't have an answer for you. You'll have to listen to this episode to get all of the details. But long story short, There's just really been nothing that has been working out for us. Like there's been pieces of the puzzle missing. There's been non-negotiables not being able to be negotiated. And yeah, it's just been kind of a weird year, I guess. Um, We've never been home this late in the hockey season, like just during the hockey season. Like we've never been in our house this late, but Honestly, I'm kind of loving being home right now because we're starting to get into the holidays and it's just really nice being in my own house. I'm recording this little intro today on Sunday, October 29th, so I'm really excited for my son to be able to go trick-or-treating with his little friends and just, um, you know, doing some other holiday things. So obviously, per usual, I will keep you guys posted when I have more information on what we're doing, um, but I'm still trying to be like present on the Instagram page and still be a space where people can come together and connect at all times. 
Um, If you are a coach's wife that is listening to this podcast right now, or if your husband is part of a staff, um, GM, anything like that, I created a private Facebook group for you to be able to connect with other women in your exact same position. And if you want to join that group, I will put the link in the show notes of this episode. And there's already been a lot of great conversations going on in that group, such as how do you kind of kick off the hockey season with the player's significant others as a coach's wife, as a GM's wife, or anything that you can possibly think of. Um, this is just a really great space for you to not feel so alone during the hockey season. Um, like I said, I'm going to do a whole solo episode soon to give you guys some updates on what's been going on with me. Um But I wanted to kick off this first episode back with my friend Dana. So Dana was actually my very first episode that I ever recorded for Breaking the Ice. We played together for two seasons in Graz and Austria. And honestly, we did not know how good we had it when we played there. We really had such a great group of girls. And anyhow, we have stayed in touch over the years and We are actually in very, very similar situations right now where neither of our husbands have contracts and we've kind of been going back and forth this whole summer into the fall, keeping each other updated, talking about things that have potentially come through and what what each other would do or this piece of the puzzle or this piece of the puzzle. So it's nice being able to have someone to talk to about these things that are pretty much going through the exact same thing as you. We both have two young children. We both have a dog. And so we kind of have big packages. (laughs) Um, And we discuss in this episode all the things. So if you are still currently waiting on a contract or you're not quite sure what's going on quite yet, um, you're really going to enjoy this episode. And even if you do have a contract, you're still going to find probably a lot of things that you can relate to. We chat about potential retirement, what that would look like. Uh, We talk about just the day-to-day challenges of being overseas versus being at home. And Dana and I can relate on a lot of things with our hockey lifestyles. Like she mentioned in this episode, like we have very similar hockey lifestyle experiences. But the one thing that is different for both of us is that they don't have a home base during the offseason. So a really positive thing for them when they go overseas is that they have their own space you know, they get to be a family in their own space. And in the off season, extended off season for this year, since they don't have a contract, they're currently living with her husband's parents and with her mom. And so they're kind of trading off. And another element on top of that is that he's Canadian and she's American and her kids are 100% American. And so they have to keep going back and forth. And so it adds just more stress onto the whole not having a contract situation. Um, we also talk about how we both have a lot of stuff overseas and how we would get that back if we did not play this season. And we also just talk about all of the mental energy it takes when figuring all of this stuff out. Like we chat about how when you're talking to a team and it feels like it's going to work out and there's all this talk and there's all these, you know, things that you play out in your head with your significant other. Okay, well, what about this or what's this? And you picture your life 
and then it falls through and you've just wasted days of stressing, of conversations. And so having those same conversations year after year of what are we doing with our lives is so mentally draining. So I'm just going to press pause on what I'm saying right now and I'm going to flip it over to our episode. I hope you guys enjoy. If you're listening, throw it up on your stories. Give me a little tag. I'd like to see where you're listening from. Let me know what country you're in. Let me know what you're doing while you're listening. This also just lets other people know there's new episodes out. Um, And I just love to see it. Just shows support for the podcast. And yeah. So I hope you guys all have an amazing week. I'm excited you're here, guys. Today, one of my friends, Dana, is doing this recording with me. And this is fun because I haven't done a recording in so long. And I just am excited that you're here because I'm comfortable with you. We can sit back and just have like a real authentic conversation about like what's been going on and something that I've heard a lot about from check-ins and just from talking to people over Instagram. There's still so many people that do not have a contract. So that's one of the things we're going to get into for a bit today. But before we get into all of that, Hedge us up to speed. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, Dana's been on it two times. Third time's a charm. So let us know what's been going on. I think last time Scarlett was not even conceived at this point. So a lot has changed. Yeah, I forgot about that second time. Um, Yeah. So um, a lot has changed. Oh my gosh. It's been, I don't know how many years since the first episode. Was that your first episode? You were my first episode ever, and then we did during COVID (laughs) with Blair, and that was two years ago, because Crosby was only a couple months old, and that was before we all left Grotz. Yeah, no, that was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a little bit longer, because Scarlett will be too in November, so, so yeah, lots has changed. Um, We've added another baby to our family. We've been, uh, since Gratz, we've been in VLAC or we, we started the year in Sheffield, England, and then we transferred to VLAC when I was like nine months pregnant. That was fun. And then we had a year in Germany last year. So we've kind of been like all over the place as far as like living and teams and leagues and yeah. And adding like with two kids in the mix, like it's not the easiest to move around. So yeah, lots has lots has changed, and you've done a lot of moving too, so you know that's like what that's like with kids and yeah, mm-hmm. dogs. I know. I was thinking actually before we got on the call. I feel like we've gone through a lot of our European journey together because we've both been on year to year contracts every single year, and so I feel like every summer we're like going back and forth and like just talking about the stresses and like what do we do? And this is our situation. And it's nice to be able to have that because yeah, I feel like in those times, it's good to be able to like lean on people that are actually going through the exact same situation as you. Yeah. Like I don't like when we were in Graz, we had like, um, we signed for one year the first year and then we signed for two years. And like, I did not realize how good we had it when we signed for two years, like just knowing where you're going to be and having like a place to call home and like not worrying about where you're going to pack up your stuff at the end of the season. And one of the years, well, it was COVID year that we stayed, 
Uh, we didn't even come home, which was actually quite nice because when we come home, like we live between families, we don't have our own space. So we have like our own space all year and we didn't have to worry about like the moving, the unpacking, the repacking and all of that. We just got to stay situated and like that is something I miss like the most and something that I crave the most with this lifestyle is just like having a place to call home and like just like to live and not have to worry about packing and unpacking like every couple of months because I am reaching <laughs> I'm reaching my point of like not wanting to do that anymore so like that's where I struggle the most I think with this lifestyle yeah gosh I feel like I could, there's so many like ways we could go but it, it is interesting because everybody has a different perspective about moving overseas or not moving overseas and I think one of the like you said, one of the main like drivers to going overseas is that limbo in between of like living with this, you know, your in-laws and living with your family and like not having your own space, like you said, which is so needed at our age with children, with a dog, and then just like adding other people, even though you love them so much, like I think anybody would go a little bit crazy living with people that aren't generally living with you for the majority of the year we have so much like in common with like our hockey lifestyles, but it's like the one thing where we differ, like you have your own space when you're in the off season and like you love being there because you have like, you know, you have your neighbors and your community and like you love where you are. And like, I love being over there overseas because like we can like finally settle for a few months and like not move back and forth. But when, as we're at home, we move back and forth between my mom and my husband's parents. And so I'm from the States and my husband is from Canada for those who don't know. So like we travel back and forth and like right now he's still full Canadian and I'm still all American. Like I, we're two different entities. And so we can't like legally like stay in each other's country and like for longer than six months. Uh, and eventually when we know when hockey is over, we will start that process. But like, we just like split our time when we're home between my mom and his parents. And so with two kids and a dog, we're like going back and forth literally every month. It's been every 30 days. We've been like going back and forth, but now we're just like in Canada staying because we have like a little bit more space here. My son's in um, JK, which is junior kindergarten in, in Canada. So like, it's been nice to like stay for a bit, but yeah, like we don't have our own space and like that it's fine. Like, it's great. I, I have like the best in-laws in the whole world, but like, you still need your own space as like a family. And so like, that's something that like, I just, I'm really craving because it's hard. It's mm -hmm. hard. Well, yeah. Like even just having that privacy, like reality check, like everybody gets into fights, everybody has arguments. And like, when you're living under the same roof, especially under like stressful circumstances where you don't have a contract and you don't know what you're doing with your life. And should we put our kid in school? Is our kid going to get in school in Europe? I mean, it's like, these are like life conversations that are heavy. And I don't know about you guys, but for us, like it usually trickles into like an intense conversation and like not being able to have that privacy to like hash that out. I mean, obviously there's things you can do, like go in the car or like, you know what I mean? But right. Just to drive space is very challenging. So I can completely see why you would prefer to be in Europe you guys like actually aren't really able to purchase your own place because of the whole like green card situation right and like him not having a job and in, in a certain place or you not being Canadian 
Yeah. So like the, the main reason so far, we did try to buy a home a couple of summers ago, but, um, because he didn't have a contract yet when we were trying to buy the house, uh, we ran into some roadblocks and we definitely could have went with like a different lender or like got a co-signer for the place we were wanting to get. Um, but it kind of struck me as like, maybe this isn't meant to be like, let's just kind of like not do it. So I was like, okay, like let's, it's fine. Like let's not, because it, we don't know, like up until recently, like because we're from two different areas, we met in one city, we met in Duluth, Minnesota. Um, we don't have like a common ground. We don't have like a home base of our own. And so for the longest time, we didn't even know where we want to be. We're like, we don't want to be where my mom is from, which she's like from the suburbs of Chicago. Um, we don't want to be where his parents are from because, uh, not because, but they're from Thunder Bay, Ontario. Um, and we just like, just don't, I don't know what it, we just don't really enjoy either area so much that we'd want to live or like raise our kids here, there in those areas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for us, like, we want to find like a common ground and like the place that we were looking at that one summer where we almost bought was like in the burbs of Chicago. And I could just tell Travis was like, no, I don't know if I want to be here. So we backed out. Um, so yeah, like that's part of the reason, like we don't have our own place because like, we don't know where we want to be. We don't know where we want to work and live and all of that. And so it's just like all these things that you don't think about when you are in hockey. And then like, once it's like it comes to, yeah. So, um, us not knowing, I think now we have a good idea of where we, we would like to settle. Um, so if the time comes for us to choose, um, being home over going overseas, then we have like an idea of where we want to like look for a home and all that stuff. But I don't know. What is it? October 15th today. <laughs> and yeah, still nothing. So can you walk me through the process of like, for you, the season yeah. ending and how your mindset kind of shifts from the start of the summer to kind of the middle of fall and like where you're at? Like, cause I feel like for me, when I start when like the season ends, you're kind of like on that high of like going home and like doing the things that you love and seeing the people that you love and time kind of passes. But in the back of your mind, you know that there's kind of this lingering life change that's may or may not occur. So like, how do you, how does your mindset shift from being like positive and on that high to kind of like, you know, where you're at now, I guess. Yeah. So when we left Germany, we were in Rosenheim, Germany last year. And so um, for us, we end up winning the championship. So like in that league, it was a third German league. And so when you win in that league, you go up to the next league. So since they went up, the team wants new players. And so we kind of like didn't think we were going to come back. We didn't have another year in our contract. We we're like, we would love to go back because – we loved Harvey's school. We loved the area. And like, it was just a really great season as far as like our family went. Um, but we found out we weren't going back, but, um, we were like, okay, cool. Like we're not going back. So like, there's hope, you know, like we won a championship. Like this is like, we're still like, we've got good vibes about this. Um, and so as the summer went on, we're just like, okay, like in that league, they only have so many import spots, spots are filling up, teams are getting full, and we're kind of like, all right, like, well, we're kind of panicking now. Um, and it's fine, like, it's not like we're 
you know, like we're so like, we have to be over there. You know, we, it's, my husband's very chill. He's very like, whatever happens, happens. Oh, it's okay. Like it'll all work out. Like he's just very, it's almost annoying to a point because he's just like so happy all the time. And you're like, are you, aren't you pissed about this? Like be pissed with me. And he's like, Oh, it's okay. Like, you know, we're going to, we're going to figure this out. Um, so like, I feel like I'm the one. Yeah. (laughs) It's the Canadian. (laughs) He's just very go with the flow and like everything is going to work out the way it should. And it's, it's all hunky dory. So he's just, yeah. But anyways, as we, so we come home to Chicago whenever we fly home, because it's just an easier airport to get to. And we stay with my family for a month and then we go up to Canada for a month. And then we're like, cool, we're going to head back to Chicago because if we sign a contract, we're going to be flying out soon. And so when we got back to Chicago and we're like, okay, like there's nothing coming. Um, this is kind of crazy. Like every day passes and we're like, oh shit, like this is kind of a reality now. Like, what are we going to do? Like all of our stuff's over there. And like, we could have someone like send those boxes, but like, I don't need everything that's in it. And I can't remember for the life of me, if I like sorted them in a way that like, I think there's like two boxes that someone could send home and like, I'd be happy with it. Um, but I don't, I don't think I sorted it enough as like, if I were to go back, I'd be like, Oh no, I want this and this and this. So like our boxes are kind of like hodgepodge put together. Um, and like, I want, I want to go through those things and like, also where the hell are we going to live? Um, we don't know like how long we're going to be in one place. So it's like, getting our son into like daycare or anything was like super hard. Um, that's why we came back to Canada to be at his parents' house because in Canada you can start kindergarten at four. Um, and it's like, you, it's not like a wave to be on a wait list. It's not like preschool where it's like, it's optional. You can literally just like put your kid into school. So we signed up our son for JK junior kindergarten. He's in school now he's kind of like found his group. He's starting to make friends. And now it's at this point where it's like, okay, like we're here, but how long are we going to be here for? And if we have to move again, it's like, or not if, but when, because me and my kids are full American. Like they have American passports. We haven't filed for their Canadian citizenships yet. So like we can't stay here for more than six months and we're already two and a half months deep now because we are here in July and now we're here and it's, we came September and it's mid October now. Um, so me and my kids, we have to get the boot at some point after Christmas. Um, and then it's, you know, we're back to all, both of our kids are at home with us all day. Um, my husband, if, if, and when the time comes for him to, you know, start his citizenship, cause we want to be in the States. Um, for him to start his citizenship or his green card process. Um, he, he has to be in the States for like 30 ish days before he can apply. And then he has to start his application process. Um, and within that he can apply for like a work visa, but that could take from two to four months. Um, so that's a good five months of him not working and us like being in limbo again. So it's like this process just gets more and more drawn out. So it's like, at this point, it's like, do we just, you know, pull our kid out of school where he's like has a routine and has structure and go home and start our lives or do we continue to wait and you know let him have a routine and then just like wait until after the holidays to like start up our lives so or you know at this point like we're going to give it a couple more weeks to hear see if we hear anything to go overseas but this it's also like it's getting to the point where it's like 
after each week passes, it's like, it feels like it'd be harder and harder and harder to go back overseas because it's like to move my whole family over for only however many months, like that would be really difficult for me. I feel like it takes, you know, two or three months even to get settled. And then like with the holidays coming, like it just gets so crazy. Um, I think one of our things would be, you know, having to ask the team if we could stay through like May or something, because God forbid we get on a team and they lose out. They don't even make it to playoffs. It's like, we're freaking home by March. And it's like, okay, I did all that movie, my family for four months. You know, it's like, to me, I would just send my husband (laughs) and say, have fun. (laughs) Like, I don't know if it'd be worth it at that point. Like, that's just so much. So there's so, again, there's so many things I'm like, yes, I completely relate. We've had these same conversations and I'm like jotting little notes down so I don't forget to like go back to it. But what was the ultimate conclusion timeline? What did you guys come up with together that was like, okay, if we don't get a contract by this date or are you just kind of waiting like open-ended to see like, well, maybe something will come through in November that we can't turn down or like, what does that look like for you guys? Um, I think we've kind of decided like we'd wait through October or like until our daughter's birthday. So, I mean, we, we were always like when October hit like a couple weeks ago, we're like, all right, like this is like going to be the month that's like kind of tells us what we're going to do with our lives or like, you know, we either hang him up we're done with hockey or we um, we're packing up and we're going, you know, we do hope to go still. I'm like, in my mind, best case scenario is we get like a, a call in the next couple of weeks. We got to spend more time with family. We got like, because of that, like Travis has been home. My husband has been home, you know, during the days he's been taking care of our youngest while our son is in school and I've been able to freaking work. And so I've gotten so much done on my end. We got to spend time with family. We've got to do things. I got to see friends more often this summer or like now, I guess this fall. Um, so best case scenario, we we also get a contract on top of that. We go overseas. We stay past the season and we make the most of it. It's our last season. We travel. We get all of our things and we have a great end. You know, like that's the best case scenario. Um if we don't get anything in the next three weeks, then like, okay. then like, I think it's time we move on. And I think he, he also is prepared, prepared for that and wants that. Like, he knows at some point, like, um, we have to do what's best for our family and like our kids, like granted, they love being at their grandma and papa's house and like, um, Trav's aunt lives next door. So they have like two houses they can like go and play at and have sleepovers like whatever um but I did like at some point we have to move on on with our lives and like it's hard because my husband he doesn't even know what he wants to do you know after hockey so that's something that he's struggling with like oh I could do anything it's fine like I can work anywhere and I'm like yeah but like could you do would that make you happy like what's going to make you happy um he wants to be overseas he just like likes the lifestyle over there like forget hockey. He likes the life. Like he likes the slowness of the life. He likes how safe he feels with his kids, you know, like going anywhere, um, sending his kids to school there. And like, he feels like he loves that. And I love it too. Like I do love, um, Europe, but I had always reminded him, I'm like, your life in Europe is very different than my life in Europe. Like you get to like socialize, you have buddies at the rink and in the locker room. And like, you have that every day. Whereas like, 
some days I go like days without talking to like another adult because it's like my kids are young still granted like I drop my kids off at school or like I have uh, my own business so like I talk to people like but it's never like face to face like the kind of social interaction that like I need so I'm like your your life is very different than my life like granted I still like our lives in Europe um but it's just different and like for me like it takes me a lot longer to adjust because like I go from like being here and like having support and having people and then like going to that where it's like boom, there's no one there for me, you know, like there's girls on the team for sure, but like, it's different. Like, especially when you're the only one with like kids or, you know, like you're the older couple now, it's like people go out last minute and you're like, Oh, I can't go. Like we have kids and we don't have babysitters. So it's like all these things. It's like, it's different for mm-hmm. me than it is for him. Um, so yeah, it's just like, it's, it's pros and cons. Um, but I would for sure go back for, you know, one last season if, you know, if it, if the right offer came came along yeah yeah I feel like we're very similar in that aspect that we need like that social interaction and I think that's why we were like good for each other too to like I mean looking back we were so fortunate in that in Graz we had back-to-back seasons of such great girls that just yes awesome always wanted to do things like it didn't feel hard I guess And even though, like, it did have its challenges, like, obviously, we got hit with COVID when we were there and all of that stuff that, like, trickled from that, that was, like, really stressful and overwhelming, like, having to leave, uh, like, four days after the season ended. And then the next year, too, remember that whole thing with, we got, got the boot right after the season ended. But anyway, what I'm saying is, like, it did have challenges. However, like, we were really fortunate to, like, have that kind of feeling of home, um, because we had such a good group of girls that just kind of like got it. Yeah. And um, but yeah, it's, it's such a hard place to be in and to, ha- and to continue to have to have these conversations and have these same feelings come up every single year. I mean, like going all the way back to last year, I remember we had a conversation when I was like super pregnant and we didn't have a contract and like it was this time last year, I think we were flying over to France, but it was that whole thing of like, I was having to decide, do I stay home to birth my child by myself while my husband's overseas or do I go with him? And like, you know, it was just like, it's just so much stress and pressure on your relationship too, which people like to like dumb down a little bit and act like it doesn't happen, but it actually is like so stressful. Like the things that you have to go through as a couple in this lifestyle feel impossible sometimes like why does this have to be so heavy all the time like why do we have to be making these drastic life decisions twice a year like trying to figure out where we're going when we're going who we're going who's going there are there imports are there no imports what's the city like what's the pay like will they take my dog like it's like a million things under the sun that you have to like work through and it's hard because as the years go on like you and I both like we keep adding to our family our families are growing like it's like it's not just the simple it's me and you going abroad anymore it's what's best for all of us and I feel like the hard part about waiting until this point of the year it's like sure the perfect opportunity might fall into like our laps at this point and like you know, but there's also things that you have to think about, like, what if something comes through and it's not what we want? 
but it's a job and a job is a job. You know what I mean? Yeah. We take it. Do we uproot our lives for this where it's not a perfect situation, but there's a couple things we need. And I feel like there's stuff that's like kind of non-negotiable for us both. Like for you, it's like your kids have to be in school because you work full time and you literally have to have them in school or you would not be able to get your stuff done. For me, it's partially that I need one of my kids in school, but also our like number one non-negotiable is like, we need a three bedroom apartment. And that's really hard to come by in Europe. And when people hear like, we have two kids and two dogs, it almost feels like, oh, we were interested and now we're not kind of situation. So we feel like we have these conversations where a team might be interested and then it's like kind of crickets. And so it's frustrating because it does take a lot of mental energy on top of just the normal day-to-day life stuff and then having these conversations and then nothing comes from it. Yeah. And yeah, you've, I've been there too with like, you're talking to a certain team and you're like, Oh my God, this is happening. Like, and then, but you also start to like picture your life. Like, what could that look like for us? You know, like if we go there, like, I feel like I live a double life sometimes because like my life in Europe is one life. And then my life here is another life, you know? So it's like, I have to like almost like reboot and like think about like okay my life in Europe okay like what would that look like if I lived here um do I know anyone what's the area like are we close to like other cities where would we fly into like all of those things you know with kids and like with a dog and um yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot to think about to, to move you know ourselves and our families and like even things of like finding doctors and pediatricians and vets and you know like that stuff too it's like it, it, it being home it's like oh wow I can just like call the doctor like hey like can I get an appointment and then like overseas you speak English like, boom oh my gosh <laughs> you're, you think you're talking to someone and is it it's like a recording you're like oh okay like well, I can know number to push because like I don't know what you're saying and like and you just like show up there and they're like why are you here you can't be here like put a mask on you're like what the hell like it's just like Oh, it's so hard. Like, just like the small, easy things that like you take for granted here. You forget that like when you get back over there, you're like, oh crap, I forgot. Like, it's not that easy. Um, So yeah, it is. And like, I, I do love going overseas and I, I I do miss it. And like, I would love for something to come along. And, um, and like, I think going into like a season knowing it's your last is like mm-hmm. also super, like it would, we would make the most of it. That's kind um, of what we were too. We were like, okay, if we... Go, like this would be our absolute like last year I guess I mean freaking never say never right but like it yeah yeah be going into it like this is our last hurrah basically let's hit up the places that we wanted to travel to let's make the best of it but us but our husbands have had interest or offers and there's just one piece of the puzzle that doesn't connect and make it work like even I mean we were almost about to take a contract in a league that we want to be in but then there was one the piece missing that we were was a non-negotiable for us so we had to turn it down and we're back to square one of what the f are we doing with our lives yeah and it's like you know you had a lot of questions and concerns that like got brought up when like those things come up and then like then it falls through and you're like oh my god I did all that worrying for nothing and like Mm -hmm. you know I was so like yeah and we had all these conversations for nothing um it's really hard it's really hard. I know at this point, I'm just like, I, yeah, I, see, we've been in, I feel like we've, we've been in situations where like, 
we get there and we're like, oh, like this wasn't what we were told. Oh. <laughs> so we like, yeah, we've made it work. I don't know. Like, yeah, there's like certain things that you're like, you talk about within a contract and you're like, oh, like it's okay. But like, I don't want to say anything because I don't want them to think that I'm like being away or like catty or like whatever. So you just kind of like stay hush about it and make it work. That was us. You know, we've done that a few times, but yeah, I think there'd be some things we'd be willing to like, like if my daughter wasn't in school, it wouldn't be the worst thing. Like I, I could find a way she still naps. Usually the guys get home at a decent time. And then like Travis could take over and then I could have like an hour or two, but at the same time, it's like, whenever they do get home from the rink, it's almost like, let's go do something now, you know? So it's like, I don't want to spend that time working or as like, I could have done that all morning and then we could spend time as a family doing something that we want to enjoy. You know, if she was in school, I could spend my mornings working and then, yeah. But so, yeah, there's some things that we would, we would budge on, I guess, at this point, um, just depends like on the team, the location, the league, all that kind of stuff too right now. So something I wanted to talk about was like that next step which comes for everybody which is retirement but sometimes that doesn't necessarily come like I mean Charlie always says I would play till I was 40 if I could you know what I mean and it's like sometimes it doesn't always happen like when you want like on a player's terms or whatever it's actually a really big transition for like the spouses too because like for you you have a a career that you created that you're building that you're growing that you're contributing to and it's like to me I can only imagine that would be really stressful to have to like feel that pressure of that kind of falling on you for a bit while you get your green card situation figured out and then for me on the other hand like I haven't I mean I have like my business and stuff but it's not like a salary paid job and so for me there's also kind of a weight of feeling oh my gosh, wait a second. Like, I don't even know what I want to do for my career. And so it's like a big transition phase for both of us. And one of my fears is like, how is this next step going to affect like us? You know, like, is this going to be a really heavy challenge and like going to be kind of a bumpy road to get through? Or is it going to kind of just work out? Like, there's just so much unknown. Yeah, I agree. So like, um, going off of the like career ending things, like the guys for like the guys, like, okay, for me, like when I met my husband, like I left my career, like what I went to school for to go with him. And like, that was my choice. So like, I got to choose, like, I'm done with this. I'm going to go do this instead. I'm going to go follow my boyfriend at the time overseas. And we're going to live a life in Europe together. Like that was my choice. But had it not been my choice and someone had to make that decision for me, like I always would have questioned whether or not like I made that right choice, right? Like I would have always been like in the back of my mind, like, oh, should this have played out differently? Like, why didn't I get that say? Like it would it would affect me so much more like if I didn't get to make that choice. And so for the guys that don't get to have that choice, like that sucks. Like that's so hard because whether it's, you know, a covers like how our husbands are going through right now, like not finding the right contract or like a career ending injury, you know, like all those things, like that's so hard to like, to get over. And so I do like, I feel like my husband's always been like very easygoing and like 
you know, oh, he always used to tell me that he'd want to stop playing hockey in his early 30s. Okay, well, he's 34. He'll be 35 in February. And he still wants to play. So like, he he loves it. Like he wants to keep going. And so now that it's like, it's facing him, like, he's like, yeah, like, he's like, it's just like coming to terms with me like this would really suck. Like, he like doesn't want to let go. He loves it. Like he doesn't want to leave Europe. Like he loves being in Europe. You know, like he's like, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss the lifestyle. I'm going to miss the locker room. Talk with the guys. I'm going to miss, you know, playing. He's, he's skating right now, like three times a week. And he's like, I'm so sick of working out. Like, he's like, I'm just having so much fun skating. And I'm like, like, that's all. Like, I want, I want him to find that, you know, like that sucks. So it's like, when you get the choice, it's, I feel like it's easier to be like, it's on my terms. I know when I'm done and like, you got it to end the way you wanted. But for the guys that don't get that, like, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people, like, I expect there to be a large transition. Like, do you expect that? Like, it's going to probably take a little bit of a toll to find your groove of like, how it, everything's going to play out. Yeah, like, we're so fortunate right now that like, while we're here at my in-laws house (laughs) we have like tons of help right like um if we want to run out or you know if I'm working and Trav wants to go work out like my father-in-law is home or my mother like they're both retired and so are our his aunt and uncle who are next door so it's like we have a lot of people here to help us (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's really nice um but at the same time yeah like when we do make that choice to move on it's like okay um you know, I've personally, like I start, I built my own business and like my goal for like building my own business was to like have something fully up and running and like making me enough income or like I can do this after hockey and not have to go back to work. Like that's what I wanted for myself. Like I, once I like, I left hockey, like, or not, I left hockey. I left my career for hockey, um, to be with my husband. And I was like, if I'm going to, at first I started it up for like, almost like for fun. Like it was like a way to keep me like, um, accountable and to show up. And then I'm like, okay, like, I'm okay. I'm like getting interest and like people are wanting to work with me. And I'm like, okay. Like, and like my business has made such a huge transition from the very start. And I take a lot of pride in that. And like, now I'm at this point where it's like, okay, like I can do this and like not have to go back to work. And so, um, and that's something I wanted for myself because like, I already made a big transition with my career and like, that was hard for me. And so like, I wanted something that I knew that I wasn't going to have to leave it again and like go back to corporate world. Like, I don't want to go back to a job. Like, or the job that I was in say per se, because I was working weird hours. I was making shit money and I didn't have a life for myself. Like I had to go to bed by like 5 PM every night to get to work at 2 AM. And like, I didn't want that shit. Now I have kids and I want to spend as much time with my kids as I possibly can, which means I make my own hours and I do my own work when I can. So like, that's what I wanted for myself. But like now that like, it's my husband's reaching that point. It's like, okay, what do you want to do? how do you see you spend like yourself spending your days? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. Like he doesn't even know where you like where to apply. Like he's never done anything else. Right. Like he's never done anything else. That's so normal. Like I know. And I feel like they get very down. They can, I don't know if Travis is at that point yet, but maybe when you guys are officially at that point, they can get kind of down on themselves because for their entire life since they were little, they've been literally doing something that they love to do. And it's kind of like their identity in a way. Oh, like when you meet people, 
what do you do oh I'm a hockey player and then it's that's their that's who they are to their core and so having to like switch out of that and do something completely different I feel like is really challenging life is just so busy and hectic anyways with kids and then having to go through this major switch and be supportive. what do you want to do what do I want to it's like just it's it's a lot yeah I ask them all the time I'm like you have to know like you know like even like earlier in the summer I'm like hey like if nothing comes through like what are we going to do where do you want to go and he's like I don't know I don't know what I want to do I don't know and I do I present like a lot of like tough love I don't know like I'm just like we gotta figure it out like you better figure it out man like you gotta (laughs) we gotta do this the clock's ticking (laughs) and um he's just like okay like he's not very concerned about it yet like yeah I don't know like it's just such a weird weird time and also just feels like I just I'm trying to like picture our lives here like in the states or when we do like move on and it's just like so hard to picture because like, we've never had that together like we've never had our own house our own place like it's like o- only places that have been ours have been like European apartments that are furnished by Ikea the team and it's like yeah Ikea <laughs> And like, it's so hard for me to even picture like what our lives would look like. And like, I do like as a mom and as a wife and like, just like a woman in general, like we like that shit. Like we want to like decorate our own house and like have our own space and like get cute shit for our kids and decorate and just like have something of our own. And like, I've never had that. Like I've had apartments that like Travis has moved into when I was like fresh out of college, you know, and like, it wasn't like the best um and adult, I would it's hard for me to picture what now you're an adult adult now like you're yeah like I've got yeah. a real live family now so like I need to have a home so it's hard for me to even like think about like what that would look like for us or like what that could be like or like you know what, what would it be like for Travis to be at work all day because he's home all day here with me and then like Sometimes I'm like, do you need something to do? Do you want to help me? Do you want to like, you know, upload some things for me? Like, what are you doing? You know? Mm-hmm. So he is like, he'll, he will help me in my business too. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's hard to picture about life after hockey because it's all we know. I know. No, go on. I was just saying I'm nervous because I, I don't know it like long-term, like if he's going to be like down or he, he hasn't, he's had had his moments like this summer where I'm just like, are you okay? Like, this, like you don't seem like yourself. And he's like, yeah, you know, like I'm probably not myself right now. And I'm like, that's not like you because he's always so like positive positive and happy and like, yeah. And so like, it does make me like upset to see him like that. And like, um, I don't think that I'm like worried, you know, about his mental health or anything, but like, I do, like it sucks to see him like that for sure. Yeah. It's, I think it's bittersweet because like you said before, like we do have a house and neighbors and we're just set up and comfortable here. But I also think about like never going back over there and like not being able to experience certain things. And um, it's kind of sad to think of that chapter closing because we, I mean, we've had both of our babies abroad, just like you guys. And like we do have a lot of like positive memories of like our travels and stuff. And so it's just kind of an interesting place to be in that you and I are both in right now of that just waiting game what's happening life still going life coming to a close and transition like there's just so many unknowns and I'm kind of glad that we like have each other through this transition because I do feel like our timelines are kind of leading to the same 
time, you know, it's kind of like, we're kind of on the same time frame here with like it either being the last season or like that happening now. So it's. Yeah, I know. And Travis is, he's pretty um, closed off about that stuff. Like he doesn't, he'll never like, like, Hey bro, I need some, yeah. Like guys yeah. don't do that. You know, it's like, whereas me, like I'll just text a friend and be like, Oh, you'll never guess. Like, <laughs> or like friends just Lately, like when like my good friends will like text me and be like, so any word? And I'm just like, nope, nothing. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I got nothing I think, for you. Like, we're I still in I Canada. You. I think I texted you like a couple weeks ago and I was like, I'm about to have a panic attack or something. And you're just yes. like, what's happening? What's going on? Because we had, I think we had just talked prior about that stuff, but it's just, that's never ending. And I hope we find some security soon I want to go back to what you said though about your stuff because I'm curious for our ourselves too so the team let us put all of our stuff into like their building that they own so they have their offices there they have all the apartments are in the building they're like yeah you can leave your stuff and now they're like hey can you get um your stuff by October 31st and we're just kind of like uh I mean, we're kind of like trying to figure out like what's going on right now. Like, and we do know like some people that are there from last year that could probably help us out. But like, I resonated with what you said of like not being able to remember if I put things in the right, like, I do know for a fact, I have one suitcase that's like full of kids clothes and like my stuff. I don't think it's all of my stuff, but a lot of my winter jackets into one thing. But then I have you know, a bunch of Christmas, like some ornaments I've gotten from different countries or stuff. Like, I just, I don't know where all my stuff is. So what are your, what's your plan? If you guys do wind up not going back overseas, how are you going to get your stuff back? I, I, I don't know, Devin, we don't know how we're going to get our stuff back. Um, we, I, we, we've joked around about like leaving our kids with my in-laws and like just going over and like having a, like a week hoorah just like him and I and we've never had a honeymoon um so I'm like let's just go back over and grab all of our things we left our things with um one of the um equipment managers okay he he put it somewhere like in his mom's house or something but then I heard it got moved I don't even know where our stuff is right now um so I think it might be at the rink um waiting for a phone call to get <laughs> you gotta come get your stuff <laughs> um no I don't know don't, we'll please don't out. add this to what we're already going through like just hold it until we're ready thank you <laughs> that happened to us last year or two years ago where we put our stuff they're like oh hey you have to come get it now and we're like we're not even there yet like what do you mean um I do have a good friend over there who could um she just had a baby a third baby and I'm like, you're not, I was like, she's like, I'll go through it for you. I'm like, don't even offer that because I would never put that on you. You have way too much on your hands right now. Like you're the last person I would ask. <laughs> she's so sweet. Um, yeah, we'd figure out a way to grab it. Like we could, we could go get it. We got points. We'll just go fly over and <laughs> yeah. use our points. Funny, fun thought though, to do it like that. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, it's like those little details that people just don't realize are going through our minds basically at all hours. Oh my gosh. I feel so trapped, Evan. Like I I literally can't even order anything off Amazon because I'm like, will it get here in time? Are we still gonna be here? Like I want to go order something, I forget, like 
Abercrombie and it was like, because where we are in Canada, it's like, we're not close to like any major city. So everything takes like at least a week to get here or something. And I'm like, like, what if we hear something we'd have to leave right away? Like, will it get here in time? Will I order it and have to like have my mother-in-law like send it back? Like, I can't even like, I would love to like buy like fall decorations, you know, or like we have nowhere to put anything. I don't have my own home. So it's like, I can't even like buy things. I can't order things. I can't like, and it sounds so stupid and silly, but it's like, I want to do that kind of stuff with my kids. Like my son's like, let's decorate. And I'm like, okay, like grandma and papa, like what kind of decorations do you guys have here? <laughs> yeah. Just, you don't think about that kind of stuff. This is the first year too that I had to kind of for myself, like, and I talked about this on Instagram a little bit, just like get acclimated at home. Cause like the same thing. And it, again, it's different because you're living with other people, but I was finally like, no, like I'm buying this stuff for our house because it makes me happy and I don't get to do this. And I am getting my son in school. I'm getting my son in swim lessons. Like it's making me miserable. Cause I was like, oh, I don't want to do this because of this. I don't want to do this because of this. And finally I was like, no, I'm doing this. And if something does come along, like we'll figure it out when we get to that point. Like I had to have some sort of thing I could count on because I'm like, listen, I'm not, I'm not moving in a week. And that's just me. Cause I'm like, I just can't, I'm like, I'm ordering them Halloween costumes right now. I'm making plans for my kids to go trick or treating. And like you said, it might sound stupid or silly, but it's not because those things are like important to us, like to our core, like as moms, as women, like I want my kids to go trick-or-treating with people that they love, you know what I mean? Like not just like throwing them in a new city and like having, you know what I mean? So I'm like, do this. And I want to have a party for my son. I've never been able to have a birthday party for him. I'm doing that. That's important to me. And Charlie's thing was he didn't want to miss our kids' birthdays. They're a week apart. And so he was like, so that was my thing. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do his birthday party two weeks before. So we'll do it on the 11th of November. And then if you do get something, we will fly out later than you and get there before the 25th, which is his actual birthday. And Skylar's is the second. So like, that was my thing. I'm like, these two things are special to me. I want the trick-or-treating and the birthday party. Again, it might sound silly, but I'm like, I know for a fact that I will be here regardless of what happens through the end of November. And I can depend on that. And that's something that I need for my own stability and mental health is having like dates like that, that I'm not going to be thrown into the the shit show storm that comes through if an offer comes that you accept. So I think that's kind of helped me to be able to like kind of set those boundaries within this lifestyle is saying like, this works for me and this doesn't. Right. I just wanted to share that because I think a lot of people kind of feel that like, should I, should should I not? And I think you have to ask yourself, like, what are the non-negotiables for you? And what are the boundaries that you have to set so that you're happy too? Because I was miserable living like this any further. I, if I was in your shoes, Devin, I would be doing the same thing. Like if we had our own house, like I would want that 110%, even like we're not in our own house. And I want, I want Harvey to have um trick-or-treating like he is obsessed with Halloween he cannot wait and I'm like they just like don't do it as much overseas like it's there but it's also not as great it's like here it's like a huge thing right right so yeah I want him to experience that he's never gotten to and you know he's just he's very excited for Halloween and even Scarlett like she's just like she she thinks she's excited for Halloween she's jumping up and down she loves spooky stuff so 
yeah, like I would, I totally get why you did that. And like, that makes a lot of sense. And like for someone else who might be in your shoes, who has their own house and is waiting on a contract and is putting their life on hold, you know, like having those things like set where you're like, okay, like, well, I know I'm not going anywhere until this date. So like I can plan my life until this date and like actually have some sort of like control over my own life and my kids' lives. And like, that's probably super helpful and comforting to you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's great that you have that barrier because we all need boundaries and like, yeah, I would, and I would 110% do that as well if I was in your shoes. Yeah. And I think it's good for people to hear. I mean, we have similar situations, but different elements of it. And it's good for people to hear every side of it to figure out what to do with their life, you know, or just like maybe some insight to get them starting to think about, okay, you know, it's, it's a lot. And I also, I know we're like running out of time, but I want to get into your business and plug away, share with us what's going on. And guys, Dana is like amazing at what she does. So I'm just going to give you the floor. And when I came on like your first ever podcast, (laughs) it was such a long time ago. Um, yeah. So my business has been done a complete 180, um, since that time. And I think that's kind of like been like one of my challenges is like people who have been like following along since the start, like have seen this like transition and like, it's kind of been hard to like really showcase like the changes that I've made, not only in myself, but like my training and my business and like how I work out and how I live my life and how I feel my body. And, um, I am a nutrition and fitness coach. So, um, you know, I started as like more of like a hobby, right? Like working out. And I, when I started, I really struggled with like consistency. So I was looking for things that would keep me interested and fun. And like, that's kind of where my business stemmed from was like fun, sweaty workouts. And, you know, I kind of ran with that for a good year. Um, but as you are, you know, in a business or in a field, you learn more as you go. And so my business has done like a complete 180. I no longer do like those sweaty, fun, hit workouts. Um, there's just a much more efficient way to train. And so now we focus on hypertrophy training, which is training for muscle growth. And I am a nutrition coach. So I, I coach macro nutrition. I have some one-on-one clients working on, um, a group coaching program that will, take place probably in the new year. I've got to get the ball kind of rolling on that, but, uh, I am excited. It's been really fun. Uh, it's been awesome to help people in a new way, like more one-on-one, um, the membership, which is like where everyone trains with me, um, has grown so much and it's cool to see people's the transitions and like just becoming stronger over time. And yeah, it's a really cool, positive space. And, I love what I do. And so, yeah, I'm really happy with how, like where I started. And like, I feel like when I first started it, um, in like hockey life, it was always kind of weird for me because I'm like, I own, I have like a business, but like, I didn't really know what I want to do with it yet. And I was like, kind of like self-conscious, like meeting new people every year on teams. And they're like, Oh, like you're a fitness person. Like who, you know, like it was just weird to like meet people and like have them like, do you follow my personal page or my fitness page? And then like, after a while, I was like, fuck it. Like, I don't care what people think of me. Like I'm doing this for me. I pay my own bills. I, you know, like they're not paying my bills. I do all this on my own. And like, it's just, it's something that I had to like overcome over time, I think with like, just like doing my own thing and doing what made me happy. And I'm happy I did because it led me to like where I am now. And, um, and now, yeah, like it's getting to connect with other women and help them through their health and fitness journey. And, 
get them to their results and having more confidence in themselves. And that's like priceless. So it's been amazing, seriously, to like watch your business grow, because when I first met you, like, I just feel like when you say you're going to do something, you write it all the way through and stick with it. And I love that about you. It's been so awesome to see you set these goals or like have these visions of where you want your business to go. And you, you actually like get there. Cause I remember in Grotz, you were like, I just really want to do like an app. Like I want to have an app that people can just go to and you did it. And you like wanted to like redo your website and find ways to make things more efficient because with our lifestyle, it's like the guys are gone all the time and you have kids. And I remember you were trying to do so much and you're like, I just want to like streamline this. So this is just, and you've done it. And it's like, continue watching you continue to grow and just like add things to what you're doing is so awesome. I literally recommend you to like anyone that is just a woman in general, or especially like postpartum pregnancy, like bunch of my neighbors have had babies lately and I'm like you should check out my friend's program like I send them the links and everything and I'm doing your program so I just think it's so great what you do and continue to show up like you're such a light in that space and like who cares what people think it's been yeah it's been a journey and I agree with you yeah like have to just like do things that you want to do and get outside your comfort zone I do want to end on one last note because I do like to ask people this sometimes Okay. I might have asked you this when we've recorded before, but if you could give someone advice in this exact situation that we're in right now, even if you're feeling any type of way, and even if you need to take your own advice, what would you say to them? Ooh, um, I'd probably say just to take it day by day because every day, like some days you're going to feel super down and overwhelmed and stressed out about everything. And then some days you're going to feel like a weight's been lifted and like, you know, it's, it's, it's not the end of the world. Like there are some positives to moving down with your life and, um, just to kind of like not react on your emotions that you're currently feeling, like let it kind of sink in and like have those conversations often, like with your husband or your, your partner, because, um, it does help. You're not in it alone. You do have each other. Um, and although like, it's a tough time, like, you will look back and, you know, like I look back on other tough times that I've had and I'm like, why did I stress so much about it? Like, why did I worry so much about it? You know, like I let this like ruin my life or let this like control me. Whereas like, if I just were to just feel and like roll with the flow and like, let myself like just feel the emotions, um, and just, you know, take it day by day, I would have been in a much better place and I would have had a lot less worry and, you know, overwhelm if I would have just like, taking a step back from it all so Mm -hmm. take it day by day and just roll with the punches everything's gonna it'll all be okay everything works out for a reason 